0: Back to another episode of No Funk, strictly munkin. The only show that if you try to make it do some funkin', it says no, no, no. these are okay. too busy, Munkin. I'm your co host, Jay Chris is as always by Andre Brera. Andre, how are you?
1: <laughs> nice recovery from last week's debacle.
0: Yeah, there's only I only could go up. Um how how you doing?
1: Uh, I'm good, man. Um about to go take a couple days off, but don't mm-hmm. worry.
0: Not taking a no, we're not taking a monk day off. So we're still exactly. here, baby. Exactly, we're still here at a monk. Uh, speaking of people who don't work, we're not Mister Monk and the Naked Man. I assume these nudists don't work. Um, so, what do you think about this episode? Yeah, um, they work. Oh yeah, they, they work they, they, on their they work on their tans, baby. Mm-hmm. That's true. What do you think of this episode generally?
1: Uh, I really liked it. It was good. It was uh, I mean, the last two have been pretty solid. Um, yeah. I think after like the end of season five was a little. Eh. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, but it's gotten a lot better. We're yeah, I back like into this episode it. especially because I think it it flips the thing I like so much that he's the guy on its head. Um, hmm. Where he shows the monkey is fallible. Now, I being from Florida, even though Florida has a lot of beaches, as you might imagine, there's not a ton of nudist beaches as far as, as far as I know. Okay. uh i mean just because it's a conservative state i don't know really where i mean maybe in like there's probably some like in the keys but not that i've been to i mean key west is a have you been to key west Are you before
1: no i've never been to florida
0: so i, I was 12 years old and i got invited into i got like beckoned into multiple gay bars uh not that i went in but that's how that's the vibe of key west um it's a lawless <laughs> place but it's nice i enjoy key west uh, but did, you're from... did you go
1: to that haunted Did you go to the haunted uh, The haunted uh, doll house
0: uh, No I did not go to the haunted doll house But I did go to Ernest Hemingway's house Which was fun uh, Did and you have fun... key lime pie um, Oh I actually don't know if I did when I was there I've had it in Florida before But oh, right. no I didn't have it um, Yeah I probably should have But anyway uh, But you're from California And you know how things get in Holly weird Do you have any experience with uh, nude beaches um, I don't think there's
1: any in L.A. I know that there are in San Diego, which mm-hmm. uh, you know, it it adds up in the end. But yeah, I I've never been to Nude Beach. I don't have the confidence for that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So,
0: yeah, more power to them. Yeah, more power to them. No disrespect. Um, but yeah, it definitely is something that is kind of just something I only know through film and TV. Uh, just like I don't sort of have a lot of experience, you know, going in being in Europe because obviously in Europe it's much more uh, commonplace. Um.
1: I'll say that actually, you know what? Now that I think about it, when I did when I went to Italy and we were in the Malfi Coast, um, it wasn't like a nudist beach per se, mm-hmm. but they were definitely very lax with their uh, policies. Let's just say, mm.
0: man, it's just the Amalfi Coast. That's one of those places that when you hear it, it's just like damn, like it really it lives
1: up it lives up to it. Honestly, yeah. like and and then some. I mean, it's not like you're gonna be like over there like on some Daniel Craig James Bond shit, but it's mm-hmm. definitely like a very rich area. So, like, uh, it is, culturally.
0: I think you're. S- you're not in Daniel Craig, James Bond shit, but it's also, I think you're somewhere between Daniel Craig, James Bond, and The Talented Mr. Ripley, which is the main movie yes. I, think of, I think of The Amalfi Coast. Oh, God, what a just, great movie. Just the first, I, whenever I think of The Amalfi Coast, I think of the first 45 minutes of The Talented Mr. Ripley before it gets, you know, murdery. Um, but, uh, yeah. wow, great stuff. Uh, <laughs> Dickie Greenleaf. Shouts to Dickie Greenleaf, rest in peace. Um, and uh, rest in peace to Freddie, I forget his name, Philip Seymour Hoffman's character in it, who I believe his first line in the movie is. Don't you just wish you could fuck every girl you saw once? Which is just unbelievable.
1: Uh, Honestly, I fucking hated him in that movie. But just of because course. I wanted
0: Matt Damon to get away with well, it. Well, of course you hate him. But that's why Philip Seymour is such a great actor. Anyway. yeah, I, I could talk about him forever. A woman runs up to a gate. Like uh, a gated, uh, you know, what's it called? A gated like driveway. Gate, like a gated entrance, yeah. And she's shouting for Mr. McNary. Uh, excuse me, Mr. McNary. Uh, mm-hmm. Anybody. And it's apparently a matter of life and death.
1: Um, yeah, and sure enough, uh, as we know it's going to happen, uh, someone drives by when she's at the box, and they pull up right behind her, and she starts ask, starts talking to them, asking if they followed her there, and offers this envelope that she's clutching in her mm-hmm. hands, um, offers the envelope over to them. Clearly, this is what the killer is after. Yeah. Uh, killer flashes, not the biscuit, but uh, mm-hmm. what do we call it, like a cookie? No, okay. I
0: think just a knife We can maybe come up with one later But let's not reach it at the moment It's, you know? it's
1: a knife uh, mm-hmm. And so she takes off running And mm-hmm. uh, she, takes, she takes off running down some stairs And it appears to be headed to some sort of beachy area mm-hmm. uh, She finds another door She tries to knock on that door to see. On if a she trailer can, you know, On a trailer, okay, yeah, yeah On a trailer door I wasn't sure if it was a trailer um, But no one answers And uh, you know, she takes off once again And makes it to the beach uh, tries to make an escape and instead, you know, the killer catches up to them, takes her down, and uh, stabs her to death. And the envelope, you know, gets taken. Takes
0: the envelope, yeah, definitely uh, n- a bad look for this woman's cardio. No disrespect, I don't have good cardio, but um, you know, it's, it's you hard just to, run to run on the beach, though. It is hard to run on the beach, but you have to keep in the other person was also running on the beach. So, like, what does that say? Um,
1: Maybe they're wearing those like sand like Eskimo shoes. Or I don't think
0: she. I don't think she was because. She didn't. I don't think she knew that she'd end up on the beach. I appreciate you trying to. And I'm just getting shots at this murder victim randomly. Um, Yeah. But anyway, we uh, cut to uh, a sign. Well, first we show that it's a news beach. And then we see Randy Disher trying to get his. What is it? The Magna player? Uh, It's a Magnapod. Magnapod. Right, 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 right. Uh, Magnapod, an MP3 player, which is obviously supposed to be like an iPod. uh, And his is. It's It's broken.
1: Yeah, you know, uh, t- technology not very dependable. So what was, was your uh, help
0: us What was your first uh, MP three player?
1: Oh man, oh god, I don't know. It wasn't an iPod, that's for sure. It was like some like random one. I forgot one of those that you had to like that it didn't really have a face on it. It yeah. was just
0: kind of just a bunch of buttons. Um,
1: but I never had issues with it because I've always been pretty good with uh,
0: yeah. computers. I had an iPod Mini, I think, and then which was the one. It wasn't the no, sorry, yeah. I had an iPod Nano. Sorry. I had an iPod yeah. Nano, and then I had a Zune. Shouts to Zune. Oh, uh, you had a Zune? Damn Do right you still have it? Zune. No, I, I might somewhere in my house, but... That um, would probably be worth a good chunk of change. Why? Is, is, why? Are they cool now? I mean, yeah, they are. They're I mean, like, I, liked, I always liked the Zune because, like... Because the thing is, it came out, like, eight months before the iPod Touch, which obviously killed it for obvious reasons. But mm-hmm. in that eight months the Zune had more features than any iPod did. So I was like, why, why the hell would I have an iPod? I can get the radio on here, which is dumb, but anyway. Yeah.
1: I had a I did have an iPod shuffle for sure. I know that. I had an iPod nano. I had an iPod mini. Um, I had yeah. a lot of iPods. I had an iPod, yeah. iPod touch too. Yeah, I got
0: the iPod touch and then yeah, and then after that I, you know, phones started being able to do it and so
1: Yeah.
0: Rest in peace to the MP3 player industry. But anyway, um Apparently, the murder happened at midnight. Uh, and Randy, it, he, he puts his uh, Magnapod in his holster, and his gun is in his back pocket.
1: Yeah, because apparently uh, he uses his gun once or twice a year. Um, so he decides he's going to put it in his back pocket, which just seems like a Plaxico Burris situation ready to I'm glad we're on the
0: same page. Were yeah, you about go- to make that joke? I was about to make that joke, Plaxico okay. Burris. Uh, except he was wearing sweatpants, which truly, like, what are you doing putting a gun in your sweatpants?
1: I mean, you know, shouts to him, though, for getting into clubs with sweatpants on.
0: Respect. That's true, but he is Blacksville Burris. Um, But, uh, also, I love how, like, it's, for, maybe I'm just in the know about things, but for him, like, the main reason he got in trouble, and obviously he got railroaded because he was a famous person and they want to make an example out of him, but the main reason he got a felony charge against him is because he crossed state lines with a gun. Which is like, I don't know... Like, I feel From like Jersey just, to New York? Yeah, I feel like I just think everyone should know. Like, yeah, if you own a yeah. gun, you should know you can't cross state lines with it. Like, you know. Um, anyway. If you got but, a biscuit, you're not transporting that across state lines. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so, Monk shows up, and he has to put on his sand shoes. Um, which, you know...
1: But... Yeah, which is basically. I mean, it, he makes it sound like he bought a separate pair of shoes for it. It basically just looks like he threw on like a pair of gloves over like, the. Yeah, they're basically of it.
0: like booties, is what I was thinking. It's, it's yeah, obviously yeah. it, they're like a, a like a tighter rubber version of what like uh, crime scene techs wear on their feet. Correct. Um, yes. Yes. And um, as he's getting those on, they inform Natalie that it might be a problem because it is a clothing optional beach. Right, and yeah,
1: that was a thing, like, right before they went to the credits, uh, Yeah, the sign pans up to show that it's a nude beach. Mm -hmm. Um, So obviously we know that Monk is just, he's going to be down bad real soon. Yeah,
0: yeah, he's going to be down bad. Uh, And they decide they're going to distract him um, and try to make sure he doesn't see any of the nude people. And they actually do a pretty good job at it. Monk points out, and I think this is interesting, he says there should be a law against murder on the beach, um, which is fun.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to think of any other famous murder, beach, uh, beach murders. Beach murders. I can't think murder.
0: of any. Famous beach murders.
1: Natalie um, Wood doesn't count because it was, she was No, he like, was in
0: the ocean. And uh, yeah. they say she wasn't murdered. Wink, wink. Um
1: Dude, Christopher Walken knows the answer to this. Why I know he does. I Why know has he it. never said anything about it?
0: I, I know we talked about this before, but seriously, if you guys know Christopher Walken, before he dies, you gotta, you gotta get the answer. I'm sorry. We need it. We need that. Yeah. Um Anyway, so... uh they um they block his view they like you know they try to stand in front of things um and he notices that much like uh the B- blink Parks hyper theory this woman has a paper cut um uh, just, I'm so sorry I'm so sorry what a had, stretch I mean yes but also I'm not going to lie that is where my mind normally goes when I see the word paper cut
1: that's a good uh, song though
0: I know it is um yeah. and uh so he asked did you find any papers nearby And they didn't, so that's why Monk now realizes this is about some type of paper.
1: Right, not only that, but... So we get the details of the murder, we find out that the woman's name was Vicky Deline... Deline, DeLine, I think? Um, 23-year-old, living in Mission Hill, don't know where that is. Uh, But the curious thing is that she parked her car up at the top of the hill and left the keys in the ignition. Um, Which, why wouldn't you just park closer to the access road or whatever Mm -hmm. it was? Mm -hmm. Um, And, uh... uh, Monk also asked if there were any fin- or any footprints, and it conveniently rained that morning, so mm-hmm. anything any evidence would have been covered up by then.
0: Yep. And also, they she's missing a fingernail, which they found on the doorstep of the trailer on the beach. Uh, Correct. And then a cop and walks the- up, and uh, Natalie's got a little message for him, a little XYZ, um, which means examine your zipper. Now, is this something you ever heard deployed in real life?
1: Um, you know, I've heard it before. I don't think I've ever heard it in real life. It's probably in yeah. some other form of media somewhere. <laughs> yeah,
0: I normally just like, <clears throat> dude, you're right. Uh, now I definitely, I can, what's the longest you've gone? I've gone at least like 20 minutes where my fly was down and I'm like, wait, I haven't gone to the bathroom in 20 minutes. This is a problem. Um. Oh, it's been—it's it, gone. I've probably done it for like maybe hours at a
1: time. Yeah, it's true. I really, I, I,
0: I, yeah, I honestly think at a certain point you might just be doing it over multiple bathroom visits. But it is definitely the most mortifying thing in the world. Where you like, where you go through every interaction you had in the time between the last time you pulled your pants down and when, you know, what I mean. <sighs> Listen, I'm not gonna
1: try. I'm not gonna cast any aspersions here, but unless you are, you know, gifted. Mm-hmm. I don't
0: think you're gonna know this half the time. No, that's the thing too. Yeah, especially because if you're in like jeans or whatever, they fold over. Like I don't. It's not jeans, especially. It's not really a problem. But anyway, Um it, <laughs> fold over. You no, suppose. but you know what I mean. Like the the, the fly folds over. Like you don't see it. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. I thought. You meant, yeah. Like, was it being over. I was like. Okay, no, yeah. no, no, no. I mean that like the front of it. You know what I'm talking about? Like it just you, yeah. you have to kind of pull it apart in order to rip, zip it up. Anyway. Sure. So Chance Singer rolls up in his uh, car, uh, and he's told that there was a murder on the beach. By and, the way, Chance yeah. singer is the owner of that trailer.
1: We haven't yes. established that.
0: Right, right, right. Sorry. He and uh, his reaction to there being a murderer. Man, just that's we don't need that negative energy, man.
1: Yeah, we already know. Uh, I mean, you could tell that he's shirtless, and we know that this is uh, you know Mister Monk and the Naked Man, so we know that he's going to be naked. And of what's course, your uh, what's your big? Do you have any big Dietrich Bader takes? Uh. No, I just think he's, like, pretty funny in most things that I've seen. Yeah. Um, I think this is the first time in a while I've seen him be, like, super nice in something. I feel like he's always, like, playing some, like, uh, ironically, like, an aggro dickhead, like, in a yeah. Office Space or office something. Space, yeah.
0: Although Office Space, he's kind of playing a parody of that, because he's actually a really nice guy. He just happens to be Correct. Like, kind of like an academic. He's, I really like, he's in a good episode of Psych, where he plays a cult leader, Um, which is basically the same character, but, like, more put together. Um, Wait, he
1: was known from the Drew Carey show, right? That was his, like, calling I believe card? so, yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um the only Dietrich anyone knows. Um uh, he's and honestly he if he was uh if he had a butler, the butler would call him masturbator, I'm just saying. Um Yes, that's so true. M- Monk asks him to put a shirt on, not knowing that he's like fully naked. And so he puts a shirt on, uh, after asking him questions, and he cl- closes his car door and he's told he's Donald Ducking it. Just shirt, no pants.
1: Yeah, he's buck naked. Um, not good for Monk. Um, obviously, this is not gonna go well. This is not gonna be a good uh situation because we all know that you're gonna you can probably equate someone that's a nudist with being a hippie.
0: And mm-hmm. if there's one thing we know, it's mm-hmm. that Monk fucking hates hippies. Monk hates probably least. honestly. I think he likes milk more than he likes hippies. Um, and but what and at, dryer lint? Dryer lint, yes. As Monk is freaking out, we learn that uh. He, singer was in jail all night so he couldn't have done it um which you know is a, a good alibi honestly being in prison is a good alibi and monk just keeps saying examine your z- xyz xyz examine your zipper and then i love uh singer's response of, examine your attitude man <laughs> yeah yeah i did like that um
1: however let's just say that just because he was in jail um, doesn't mean that he didn't do it. Like, you know, I always hearken back to Mr. Monk and the sleeping suspect. Of course. I think I think literally that might be my favorite episode. Just thinking it's back on it. It's a great episode.
0: It. <laughs> it is a great episode. Uh not least of which because I love the mailman character who says, Who thunk it anyway. Um that's so, so as far as far as I know right
1: now, I still think it's kind of yeah, chance. I yeah. do kind of think it's him.
0: But they immediately introduce a new suspect where uh he says, You know, I thought Peter Magnari sent you. Because apparently he lives up at the top of the hill, and he's been hassling them about uh, the beach. And so they're going to go up to speak to him, but Monk is staring into the sun uh, to try to blind himself. And who did that remind you of? Did it remind you of a picture of a certain person who might have been President of the United States recently? Oh, it didn't remind me of that, but mm. yeah, adds up. Well, it did. Uh, shouts to him when he looked directly into the eclipse.
1: Um
0: I mean, I would
1: have been a bigger shout to him if he would have been blinded by that. But.
0: Sure, but it was still the funniest thing. Because specifically, everyone spent weeks and weeks being like, don't look directly into the clips. And he's just like, looking right off into it. Great stuff. Um, yeah. And uh, so, we go into um, Peter McNary's house. It's a really nice house. So the location's captured a good job. Um, you know. Yeah and they show him they pull they ask to pull the old chad kroger and say look at this photograph yeah you know it's
1: uh, i mean let's not bury the lead uh, peter McNary is played by the great alfred molina mm.
0: using honestly, his native accent yes honestly nice. i have no idea why he's in this episode i'm glad he is but he the fact he's neither the killer nor the victim is kind of like why is he in this episode <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I hadn't even thought about that. But at least he plays a rich dude who owns a oh, computer yeah. company. and he's he's uh,
1: he's basically what Steve Jobs kind yes, of. Yes, yeah, yes. They go-
0: they're going for Steve Jobs, I think. Um, okay. And he says that he doesn't have time to look at the photograph because every minute of his time is worth three hundred thousand and twenty-five dollars. Um, that's Bezos shit right there. Yeah, and he and you know he's guzzling coffee. He's like, man, I'm a he- I'm a healthy as a horse. Just got a clean bill of health from a doctor's checkup. Um, but he points out that this girl was not killed on his beach because he doesn't own the beach because it's a public beach. Um,
1: Correct. Yeah, that he says that. And then he also mentions that last night some woman apparently tried to ring his buzzer and he didn't let her in because everybody wants a piece of this guy, apparently. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. Uh, definitely not a good guy. Um, not because he let a woman die. And also because, you know, I'm just going to say, just going to, you know, if I can make a little, sp- I think you probably agree with this. The notion of a private beach is completely abhorrent, and I hate it. The yeah, I mean,
1: I, I didn't really uh, think too much about it. I mean, he does have a point. There is 1,200 uh, miles Correct. of beach. Uh, so, uh, you know, I would I would err, I would, would just be
0: okay with all of this, but I'm not going to fault someone who's, like, super I, rich. I think that the problem is less that he wants the nudists to leave and more that he wants to own the beach, which is like, I don't, Fair. you know. Fair. Um, yeah. Uh, but anyway, shouts to two public beaches. Um, anyway, uh, and I guess I feel this way because I don't really like the beach, so I don't really give a fuck. I mean, neither do I, even though I grew up in Florida. Not a big fan of the beach. I'm <laughs> yeah, and US. I grew
1: up in California, like,
0: so I just yeah, prefer pools. <laughs> you can swim in the water and it's clean, and you don't need to worry about getting sand out of your ass. I mean, it's kind of just a win win for me. Or but, getting fucking eaten by a shark or something. That is true as well. Uh, Randy, of course, can't help himself and is asking questions about his bag to pod um and he's completely unprofessional but he outdoes himself later in the episode so no worries um correct but apparently the security camera was broken outside the uh, which is come on man which is
1: just, just fucking insane considering like he says that everyone wants a piece of him and he's like this fucking
0: like tech millionaire mm-hmm. like come on bro like that's there's no way it's just so
1: we can get through this episode
0: yeah and as we're watching this monk is standing on the edge of like the balcony and he's looking out at the beach and he is disgusted by Ch- uh, Chansinger being out there naked, and he is a kindred spirit with uh, Magnary here. Yeah, you know he's uh,
1: they're they're of the same mind. They're just crushing them for just being you know a lot more free than they are. And you know what. If they learned anything from Disher, if they could learn anything from Disher, they should just learn that they yeah. are
0: free, baby. Hey, baby, I am free. Yeah. So they say they agree. They're repugnant. They're degenerate. And I love the way that Tony Schulbler's line. Where was he last night? <laughs> um, yeah. And uh, apparently he threatened uh, Pete and Bagneri once. Uh, Singer did. So he also hit him with a microphone, and which of course leads Monk to say that nudists do that. They hit people with microphones. Um, Which I just have to say, I find it really hard to believe, judging from the
1: energy through the rest of this episode, that he would have even done this.
0: Oh, I don't think so either. Yeah, I, I don't think that that's probably. I think that's probably Magnary misinterpreting events. Um, you know, I think Magnary's being a little magnanimous. That is true. I think he is, um, and. Monk is not offended. He's like he's the. Oh, guy. Oh, sorry. No, I'm sorry. He's the opposite of magnanimous. I just looked it up just in case. Yeah, it's I was pretty sure. Forgiving. I was pretty sure you used it wrong, but I didn't want to yeah. be. I feel like sometimes I do that too much on this podcast, and I didn't want to do it yeah. again. He's uh, anti magnanimous. Yeah, there you I, go. he's be. Bam. He's. I knew magnanimous had something to do with big, and I thought it might be generous, but you know, and I'm not a vocab expert. Eh, I mean, it compared to the general population, probably, but no, I'm not a. You know. Not a great uh, Scrabble player. Anyway, he's he does the whole I don't know how, but he's the guy. But then we cut to meeting her roommate, the victim's roommate, played by Angela Kinsey of uh, The Office fame. Um, you know, uh, good to see her, you know, here. Uh, and apparently she was best friends with the victim, which uh, is how you know that she's a murderer, because, you know, there's a cry of passion. But the thing I noticed in this scene is that um, Natalie is the one asking questions for some reason And like she's not a
1: detective <laughs> That's true I, That's not what I noticed I actually noticed that they have a really fucking nice apartment Yes For whatever reason
0: I mean I don't I, the, the Her Vicky was like a waitress Which is not obviously good But I think x-ray technicians make a lot of money I think that that's a really good job at a hospital actually um, and She then she Well before she got Well before what happens in this episode She really lucked out by finding this chick as a roommate Yes, well, that yeah, I, I agree, um, but I think that that's one of those jobs because I know like anesthesiologist for example is like the best job in the world, like f- for how much money you get paid, like for and how much work you do. Um, right. So like I think X ray technicians also make a lot of money. Anyway, um, she used to be an X ray technician, but she quit to be a day trader, which is a piece of information she didn't need to offer up, and it kind of ends up being the death of her.
1: Yeah, you know, I was like, uh, okay,
0: why does this matter? I didn't even write it down at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, dumbass. And she mentions that Vicky had been going to the beach a lot, which, uh, if I may quote the great Maury Povich, that was a lie.
1: Yeah, you know, at this point she's. I mean,
0: can we just say like she's just covering her tracks right she's now? She's lying. She's you know uh, telling a bunch of lies. And Monk is real. Is like, oh, she has a boyfriend, and it's a uh, chance um, singer, and mm-hmm. uh, and he's like, was he always naked? And she's like, we gotta get a search warrant um and that Stomer pulls him aside and says i know you think it's him but we gotta dot every i and cross every t um which is a phrase i like especially because i love in the 2002 film mr deeds in which peter gallagher's character says a line which i laugh at every time i think of which is here says they don't even reference it, it's like you know we gotta take you back we gotta you know cross all the cross the what is it uh dot the t's and cross the i's." Which is just, I love it. It makes me laugh so much because it's not even a joke in the movie. Anyway, I mean, it is a joke in the movie, but it's not something that like, they stop and talk about. Um, yeah. And also, shots of Peter Gallagher's eyebrows. Anyway, uh, so Natalie gets a phone call. It's from Julie. And Julie needs to get picked up from somewhere. And did you catch what Natalie's explanation of why she can't pick Julie up is? Yeah,
1: basically, she just picked him up. Uh, she can't pick him up because Mr. Monk is feeling very not good right now. And apparently, he's not feeling great because he just saw a naked man. To which Julie doesn't need any explanation; yeah. she completely understands. I just love. I knew you'd understand. Which
0: like that just that that joke is one of my favorites. It yeah, like, I did like that. I did like that a lot. It did make me laugh. Yeah, and, but Natalie needs to write down an address to pick her up at, and she borrows. Uh, I'm just gonna say. Did Angela. not notice this at all. Did not I'm just notice gonna say this at Angela all. Kinsey, because I don't remember the character's name. Borrows Angela Kinsey's Arlene pad, notepad. Sure, um, and writes it down the address and. Randy is still, by the way, having an issue with his uh, Magnapod, and he ends up throwing it out, um, which, you know, good for him.
1: Right. Um, so, but also, I, okay, no, we did talk
0: about how the fact that, like, she had been seeing a guy recently, and then she's starting to say that she met yes. him that night? Oh, right. uh, no, we forgot to mention the met that night, yes. that she, she's, she basically makes up a guy that she was going to meet. Um, Correct. And Monka is, is convinced that it's Chance. Uh, Correct. So... Monk we cut and, to chance. Yeah, Monk and Natalie uh, are breaking into uh, Chance's trailer. Um, and Natalie's like, don't we need a search warrant? And Monk's like, all your little rules and all your little laws, they don't apply. It's nudie town. <laughs> yeah,
1: I did like that little shout to Chinatown or something. But, mm-hmm. okay, i will you know, we've seen over the, like, the last, I, I, definitely over the course of the show, but definitely over the last four... I don't know, 10, 15 episodes. They've done a lot of fucking illegal searches. And I'm Correct. sure
0: Stott knows all about this. How the fuck are the, he, is he still allowing this to happen? I mean, that is a good question. In, in the show universe, I don't know. In real life, I mean, come on. Um, you know, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it definitely is not... Uh, less. Than, it's less than kosher. So they go inside and they see a, um, a petition to keep clothing optional on the beach. And the monk's like, "Oh, a knife's missing. That must be the weapon." But sure enough, the knife is right there. Uh, he uses it to make a sandwich.
1: Correct. Uh, but while they're in the fridge, and I love this, uh, he no- <coughs> Excuse he, me. He notices three things. <coughs> yeah, he notices that there is a skinless chicken. Mm-hmm. You know, some seedless grapes. And, uh, and there's sugar in the raw, which is just fucking hilarious that those three things are in there. I mean, I don't know why you would keep sugar in your fucking fridge, but nonetheless. Uh, it's a good joke.
0: That's a good joke. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, a great joke. Great mm-hmm. joke. Um, um, so it all it all adds up in Monk's eyes. And that is like it's like you want this man to be guilty. And she starts to make a confession, but before she can, uh, Chance shows up at home again. Um, and <clears throat> so they have to hide in the closet. And luckily for them, there's no clothes, so there's plenty of space in that closet. Exactly. So the nudists all convene in the closet. And it's a really clever setup where they're in, like, a closet with, uh, what's it called? Like not The, the shutters? Yeah, the shutters. Uh, so, like, they can block out all the nudie bits. But it's, it is, like I said, it is a clever, it's cleverly shot. Um, and, and they are having, in nudie town. Yes, they're having a little meeting. And they need to, t- someone needs to take notes. And they need to find a pen. And unfortunately... Uh, Someone drops the pen, which means there's a lot of bending over and some spreading. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Not great for Monk, who's taking it all in. Literally. Uh, well, no, actually not literally. <laughs> not literally. No, no he's <laughs> decidedly not taking it
1: all in. Figuratively. Um, so, yeah, it, there's like a whole like nudist uh, party in there. And, you know, they start kind of like talking amongst themselves about the murder and... And uh, and they start talking about there's a, there's a Marin County Courthouse zoning board meeting that's coming up. Um, so they need to get all their... They need to dot their I's and cross their T's? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They need to get all their shit together before they have to do this. Because obviously this is going to be a big case. Like, this is what's going to decide whose beach this is.
0: Um, they, you know, they're kind of despondent. Because, like, you know, is just going to buy votes. But um you know Chance is confident but he has some bad news for them they're gonna have to go textile yeah
1: they're gonna have to you know they can't they can't offend anybody before they get the decision themselves
0: so they're and gonna it, have is to put on some it is also illegal it is also illegal that's a good and point so uh and no one has what, anything to wear yeah well one of the guys specifically has literally nothing to wear and um you know Chance. like i think i have an old suit in the closet and as they walk towards the closet Monk is like, I can't, you know, I gotta make an escape So he pulls the power And then runs out, and he's holding Natalie's hand He thinks And they're running mm-hmm. down the beach But whose hand is he holding? He's, he's by chance, he's holding Chance's
1: Uh, she's holding Chance's hand And Chance is a good sport about it at mm-hmm. first Like, you know, yeah. he ran a certain distance with him So that's good of him mm-hmm. And, uh, he says Where's
0: your search warrant? And he says, where's your trousers? <laughs> Right, yeah. And his monk's theory is you know, she was you're dating her and she didn't want to join her little cult, so you killed her. Um so, you know, but of course chances like I was in prison. You know, it's a pretty good alibi. Um Yeah. And uh so Now go check it out if you need to. Exactly. So Natalie makes like drags Monk away and Monk is fuming, he's in a really bad place. He's as we said before, he is this this is up there with as down bad as Monk's ever been.
1: Yes. He's down super bad. But they're gonna,
0: he's going to test, uh,
1: mm. test the integrity of these mm. bars, let's just exactly. say, of the so, holding yeah, cell. Th-
0: they're at the holding cell, and apparently he was there all night. And he was in there for public nuisance, for use, trying to get a petition signed, at a strip mall, which Monk thinks is a clue.
1: Right, but it's just literally, we all know what a strip mall mm. is, so no big deal.
0: And, so, and there's someone in the, in the jail cell who's eating an apple, and Monk asks him where he got the apple from. He says a guard gave it to him. And this is Monk's theory, okay? A Aka guard, a disher theory. Yes, a guard gave a singer an apple. He chewed it just to get to the core. Then, using a heat lamp, he made a kiln using the heat. I mean, sorry, using the lamp in the corner and a sardine can. He made a kiln in order to form the core into a key that fit the keyhole. And he broke out and slipped out, killed her, and slipped back in.
1: Yeah, I mean, very colorful theory. Unfortunately,
0: that's not, uh, okay, not okay. Not true. Okay, fine. He slipped through the bars. Yeah. they are double-jointed.
1: As we all know. Or maybe it's just that they secrete some sort of fluid this, or oil. This is probably that's how favorite. they can I, wiggle. I have a fair line of the, of the episode. Yeah. I,
0: just, and, I, I have a theory. I think they secrete a fluid.
1: <laughs> I mean, they do, no doubt. Uh, but not enough, for, not
0: enough for them to be able to wiggle through prison bars, let's mm-hmm. just say. And he's like, it's a cabal. Have you read their literature? You know, um... And then Monk, has he, he has one solution. One solution to with the nudist problem. What is it? He wants to ship him out. Well, no, no, and no. And he wants to... Sh- he wants to ship him back.
1: Yeah, ship him back to where? Probably to that island where that guy got the leprosy. Yeah. Would be my guy. Yes,
0: but more importantly, I love that he says, ship him back to where? Exactly. <laughs> so Stott is had enough, so he takes Monk into his office and... You know, it's. I think it's fitting that I did rehab, a parody of rehab, at the top of this episode because it's an intervention.
1: Yeah, you know, he's uh, he's about to get a talking to, and he basically tells him that it's not. It, there's no chance that it was Chance Singer because it. You know, there was plenty of people that saw him there. Mm-hmm. Not all the police could have possibly been been in on this. Um, and, you know, he starts to defend him. He starts to just say, you know, this is San Francisco. There's plenty of fucking weirdos out there. Mm -hmm. And it's up to Stott, you know, to be, I guess, the only honorable cop that anyone could ever know.
0: Mm -hmm. It's up to him to defend even their rights. Mm -hmm. And he basically says to Monk, you know, like, I've tried to get rid of bigotry and discrimination in this department. But, like, you are acting like a bigot. And while nudists are not a protected class, Monk is not not acting like a bigot.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you know, like, it it literally, like, came out of left field, like, a cop trying to be, like, you know, trying Mm -hmm. to extol the virtues
0: of what it means to protect and to serve. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, And so, Stammer takes him off the case until he figures out what's going on. Because, as Stammer says, and we can tell this, this is not just, like, a normal phobia or quirk. Like, this is something much deeper than any of his other issues, you know? That we fucking think, Yeah. Yeah. And so we cut to a little protest outside the courtroom by the nudists wearing clothes. McNary rolls up and he basically, you know, puts chance on blast, says that Adrian Monk says he's a murder suspect, et cetera, et cetera. Um, And he's just like, you know, I need privacy. Um, Well, I think he says privacy probably, but yeah.
1: Yes, correct. And he starts to, and he reveals to like the, the media that's there that basically, Singer is the primary suspect and that we Mm. should be looking at him for the reason why this is all happening.
0: And then we get to one of my top five Dr. Kroger sessions in the whole show. Um, Yeah. Now, knowing how it ends, my mom and I, because I watched this one with my mom because we're in Florida, uh, we were crying laughing during it because we know what he's talking about. And so I bet if you you rewatch it again, it is hilarious because you know how it's going to end. But he basically... There's no way to sugarcoat it. He's... starts describing something that happened when he was a boy and it's if you were if you didn't know that this was somewhat of a comedy it sounds like he's about to be talking about getting molested really you know i mean yeah dude i honestly and he was like
1: breaking down i was like oh my god this is like going to be serious now like this is crazy um and it's just like my big question here is when did they stop slapping babies like when they get birth definitely after Monk like he was born, born. yeah For definitely sure. yeah um, and what was the justification behind that? Is that then just it would to stop wake them, them from up? crying,
0: which is just not true, um, right? I and mean, also, it anti. also to that. also, crying is the only way that babies can breathe in that way. So if you stop them from crying, they're actually not able to breathe normally.
1: Because they're su- still surprise, breathing in the
0: amniotic fluid, or what? I'm not sure. But surprise, surprise, doctors were mostly not smart. Um, one of my favorite things to do is not favorite things to do, but I think that I enjoy reading is uh, people who are against. Washing your hands before surgery be- before that became a thing, like arguments against it. Um, what? that wasn't a thing until like the late 1800s, they just didn't because they just they thought that like germs and stuff weren't transmis- Like I think we take it for granted that germs are spread from something that has germs on it touching something else, but people just didn't believe that. They believed that everything was like from like the diseases happened from the body out, or you know, what I mean, like it wasn't a thing where you t- caught something. Um, okay, yeah, people were dumb. Uh, anyway. He's describing, like, basically being naked, uh, a guy slapping him, bleeding, and then he mentions that his mom was there and she was smiling, and then he was swung upside down, and Dr. Kroger makes an observation that he realizes what Monk's talking about.
1: Yeah, he asked him if he was wearing a mask, mm-hmm. and, you know, Monk says, yeah, and basically just says, like, you're talking about the moment that you were born. <laughs> Which, you know, honestly, kind of impressive that you even remember what this well, whole thing was I'll say like. This.
0: I'll say this. That act that is physiologically impossible, your brain just not forming memories, yeah, yeah absolutely not. But it is very, very funny,
1: <laughs> yes, correct. Um, um,
0: and so, upon asking this, basically, Monk is fucking cured, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. because he, he thought, I mean, I'll say this if you had a random memory that you felt was suppressed, where you were getting abused while you were naked and your family was cheering it on, that understandably would be very traumatic. <laughs> Correct. My only question is why he mentioned he mentions that
1: it only took him eleven years to work that out. So was that like a thing that just like occurred no? To him only later eleven on? years
0: of him with Doctor Kroger. Oh, I see. Gotcha. Anyway, okay. so Na- when he comes home, to, well, he goes to Natalie's place. He's really excited, but Natalie needs to tell him something. She has some news. When she was an exchange student in Greece, because of course she was. Yeah. She was t- briefly a nudist
1: correct she and uh you know she started talking about how she was in the cabal and you know it was like the most european thing ever and she felt so free and all this crap mm-hmm. monk doesn't care about that anymore he's mm-hmm. cured she could have done whatever the hell she wanted to mm-hmm. because he tested himself on the way there he walked through bishop park and didn't freak out at the naked woman statue prop quick problem though it's a naked man either way you know he took a glance and that was enough you know exactly. he it's he's he's uh he's on a
0: mission to Remedy some of these fears. Mm-hmm. And he's got... Now he's uh, like, you owe chance an apology. And he's like, yeah, sure, I do. Um, and he's like, you know, I'm going to get him a present. Some wine, maybe some overalls. But then he notices the stationery that now he yep. wrote a note on. And the stationery is from St. Andrew's Medical Center.
1: Yeah. And it starts to get the gears cranking, you know, mm-hmm. St. Andrew's Medical Center, radiology. Mm-hmm. And Monk knows what happened now. He yep. knows who killed... Uh, uh, what was her name again? Liana? Vicky. No. Vicky. Vicky. Yeah. He knows who killed
0: uh, Vicky. And so they confront uh Marlene at her Arlene. Arlene. Thank you. I didn't write down the name because i They show up at her apartment. Yep. And uh they're like, We know who you know, you killed uh um You killed your roommate. Yeah, exactly. And so tell me what happened. Uh, Well, you know, before that, Dishard
1: mentions that he's got a new MP3. Oh, sorry. At the very least. That. Yeah, yeah, of course. So of course. he yeah. downgraded. And he it's went to the 30 again. gig. It's broken yeah. again. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Right. But, anyways, uh, so what happened basically is, you know, we know that Magnary had a scan on the 23rd, mm-hmm. uh, which is exactly four days before she quit her job at the radiology lab. I had no idea that it was that soon after. Mm-hmm.
0: I thought she had quit like yeah. months ago. Oh, so you got to wait. You got to wait. I mean, although it is an aneurysm, I don't know. It's, it's a t- tough thing. But basically, the whole thing about her being a
1: day trader rears its ugly head here. Basically, since July uh, of that month, mm-hmm. she or that same month, she's been selling short against his company. Mm-hmm. Clearly, she had some inside information that no one else knew. I'll which say this, was, Michael
0: Burry didn't do shit. Arlene was the one who made the short a big thing. And you continue.
1: Correct. Uh, so basically, and she mentioned earlier that she'd been messing with stocks, like I said. But so MagNary when he was going through the house and he mentioned that he had a clean bill of health turns out that's not correct right. um, and she was the one that did the x-ray uh, she was a technician for that day so she knew that he actually had something called an aortic aneurysm mm-hmm. um, I, I guess it's different from a brain aneurysm well I mean, um, that an your an heart aortic. aneurysm yeah right Um and so she noticed that in his scans, and she decided she was going to take advantage of that. So that's why she was short selling his stuff, thinking that at any point in time this guy mm-hmm. could drop dead upon being
0: excited or mm-hmm. angry or any sort of like mm-hmm. emotional. Like, not honestly, not a bad idea. Like, Jen, like she kind of screwed up. for a couple No, no,
1: absolutely not. Uh, she yeah.
0: screwed up trying to get her roommate involved, not a murderer, but definitely like in terms of like, a good way to get someone to get a lot of money. Uh, but unfortunately for her, she said there's no proof. Uh, but Natalie shows that they found the X-ray. And he was for behind the toilet.
1: Right. Not only that, but, like, apparently she had switched his scan with someone else. So, like, yeah. everyone, like yeah, the doctors he thought, exactly, that he's been doctoring.
0: seeing, they
1: told him that he was fine. And, like, he they, there was no reason to suspect anything was wrong with the guy. Yes. I
0: believe in aortic aneurysm. Because an aneurysm is, like, a ball of air, I believe. Or, I think. That's no, an embolism. Sorry, an embolism. you right. Um, and aneurysm. Ah! Yeah, you're right. Um, I think exactly. It's basically, I know what it is. It's a ball of something. And it like uh, is it blood? No, no. It, no, no. It's like it's like a, it's like your vein erupts or something. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so I think what it is is because any pressure will go into the heart. In any event, it's bad news. Uh, so we cut to the zoning board meeting, and wouldn't you know it, the nudists win. Um, and yeah, go they, figure. They start stripping. The, oh, is that what was happening? I mean, yes, people do start stripping in the back. Uh, but anyway, okay. uh, bunk. Well, and of course. Uh, McNary is freaking the hell out. He, he's going to appeal, even though they can't. Um, and Monk calls Chance.
1: Yeah, and tells him, like, basically, like, don't hang up. Like, I'm not trying to, like, talk shit to you. I need to give you, like, some information. And so we don't hear that conversation, basically. But Chance goes up after the phone call. Chance goes up to the podium and just, he yeah. just decides he's going to withdraw the petition. Mm-hmm. Um, in spite of the fact that they had won and they were like in the clear, they were going to be totally fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, what's his name? Magnery mm-hmm. is kind of like, wait, what's going on here? Like, this mm-hmm. is like fucking weird. Like, what's what's your angle, right? That's mm-hmm.
0: basically what he's asking. Yep. And then, he, but he starts to feel like, oh, a little woozy. Clutches his chest. Um, and they right. weren't playing the national anthem, so you know it's bad news. Um, and the just then the style disher and some paramedics <laughs> come in. And they tell me he's got to go to the hospital. And as he's having a heart attack being taken to the hospital, Randy asks him to about fixing his MagnaPod, and it didn't happen with his Walkman. And I'll, you know, I was watching my mom, and I, my mom says something which I actually agree with, where she's like, Dad is just so inappropriate. And I'm like, well, yeah, they, he always does that. And she was like, yes, I know, but like that's over the line. And honestly, I do kind of agree. Like, I actually just don't think that that's, that's funny. A man's dying, and it's like, okay. I guess, I guess the problem is, It's funny, but it is, like, in other episodes when we're supposed to care about Randy, it's, like, that's the behavior of someone who's, like, actually kind of a sociopath who does that. Not, like, it's not, like, a good person, you know? Yeah, yeah, Not that, Not that I think that Randy is a sociopath. It kind of feels like Randy's not that, like, ridiculous of a character, you know? Correct. Yeah, it's, it's out of character, for sure. Um, but anyway, uh, we cut to, uh you know monk meeting uh, well
1: no not before Stott smashes the oh, shit out sorry. of the mp3 player sorry
0: i skipped over a thing in my notes i apologize that's it though. um and then we cut to st- st- uh, monk meeting with chance and you know he apologizes and apparently they're not uh, going they're giving up this beach because it to say thank you for saving his life magnary bought an island for the nudists off san diego
1: yeah, I just want to know the logistics behind this. Like, uh, how's that going to work? Are they going to get, like, uh, you know, stuff
0: shipped to them, like, every
1: month? Or, like, how, you know, that seems like a lot of fucking work, to be honest.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not, uh, even though I am from Florida, I don't know too much about island living. Um, there are, I mean, there are lots of islands people live on in Florida which are only accessible by boat, but they're very rich people. Um, I
1: don't think there's a ton of islands off the coast of San Diego that you can buy. Yeah, that's so. probably
0: true. Um, yeah, probably less than ideal. Uh, anyway uh and you know monk apologized like i said and he's like chance is like we're all just caught here on this blue little marble and he wants a hug and he ends up getting a hug and mm-hmm. then chance walks away and natalie's like you want a wipe and monk doesn't need a wipe
1: no nah, he's gonna wipe his body in the ocean um to That's like, God's wipe. The
0: two- To the tune of like a new Randy Newman song? Yes, I don't know if it's a new Randy Newman song, but it is a different Randy Newman song. It's a
1: different, yeah. um My whole thing is, I really fucking would have loved, and I'm sorry to say this, I would have really loved if they would have been some sort of reveal that Monk got an erection while he was
0: getting hugged. Oh, that would be so funny! It would definitely not just. It's not the same show. Exactly, (laughs) I was gonna say, not the same show. But also, yeah. you already, speaking of the episode we talked about earlier, if that feels like a joke, that like that feels like the Wronging the sleeping suspect joke, or he's reaching for the pen and it looks like he's jerking him off. <laughs> <Like> that, <laughs> yeah, also, yeah, yeah, yeah. that also feels like it's a different show. So that's like kind of. Yeah. Uh, but no, yeah, that'd be very funny if. Um, or honestly, you'd even the same thing. If Chance got an erection, that would also be funny. Honestly, if there was an yes. erection from either of them, it'd be funny. Um, yeah. And. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, that'd have to be. I don't know how you would do that without being uh not tv friendly um right. the, the rules about penises i think are very strict there
1: was a lot of man-ass in this episode i'll, yeah, I'll say
0: man-ass is it's very weird how man-ass is okay like i'm not saying it shouldn't be i think that our laws about nudity are dumb especially given our laws about violence but uh, right a lot of man-ass um yeah, yeah anyway um, Speaking of man-ass What would you give this episode? <laughs> I would give this episode Two butt cheeks AKA a t- an eight Because that's what it looks like If you look at it In a weird yeah, way yeah. It doesn't look like that But you said man-ass In my mind right there What would you give it?
1: I actually gave it An eight out of ten as well
0: Yeah I think it's a fun Solid episode There's like moments I like The birth thing I think about a lot Just because just, I loved Stanley Camel's Delivery of Adrian I think you're remembering Your own birth <laughs> Yes Wait, how much longer do we have with, with Crozier? Yeah, I, I believe that he dies in between season six and seven. Um, it sucks, I'm sorry. His new therapist is good too, though. He's played by uh, Hector, Hector
1: Elizondo. Elizondo. Yeah, yeah, who's
0: good. Um, but anyway, uh, now that we're on that summer. No, follow the show at Strictly Monk and Andre. will follow you. You can follow me at Andre Barrera. You can follow me at the Jay Christie. Uh, please rate, you subscribe, share the show with the biggest Monk fan in your life. And if you're the biggest Monk fan in your life, the second biggest Monk fan, don't be stupid. Anyway, uh, please tune in next week as we talk about Mr. Monk and the bad girlfriend. Uh, Let's get monkey!